For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Carl Hergenrother, the Astronomy Working Group Lead on the OSIRIS-REx Asteroid Sample Return Mission. Welcome, Carl. Thanks for having me, Tim. Carl, you were instrumental in one of the biggest surprises of the mission so far, that the asteroid Bennu is an active asteroid that has particles periodically being ejected from its surface. How did that happen? How did you discover that? Well, it's pretty funny because one of the reasons why we selected Bennu as our target was because it was similar to other active asteroids that we know about in the near-Earth asteroid population. So from the beginning, we were always going to look for satellites either in orbit around the asteroid or for dust plume like cometary jet activity. And for the first few months, that was the original science that we were doing on the mission, was looking for these what we called hazards. And didn't find anything when we were a million kilometers out or even a thousand kilometers out. So it was kind of surprising that as we got closer in and we'd kind of given up on Bainu being active, that of course it surprised us. How big are the particles that you're seeing? We don't know exactly how big they are because we can't resolve them. They're too small, so they just look like a point, like a star in our images. But the largest particles may be on the order of 10 to 30 centimeters. So you're starting to talk like beach ballish sizes. Most of them are much smaller. We're talking ping pong balls, golf ball size, and much smaller than that. You mentioned hazards. Are they a hazard to the spacecraft? Turns out they're not. Even though we're pretty close to the asteroid, that's still a lot of space that we can occupy as well as a satellite. So the chance of a satellite running into the spacecraft is pretty low. And there's only a handful of these particles at any one time. It seems like there's always stuff being released, but at any one time, there might only be one or two or three particles. Could you describe what an active asteroid is? Is this like volcanic activity or something like that? Well, for a long time, you had comets and asteroids. And comets showed activity because they had, you know, ices, and the ice would sublimate, and it would erupt gas and dust off its surface. And comets formed out in the outer solar system. And then asteroids were much closer, and it had kind of been baked dry, or at least that was the conventional wisdom. But now we're finding quite a few asteroids in the asteroid belt and the near-Earth asteroid population that show cometary-like activity for a number of different reasons. Uh, some of it is just collisional. You know, one asteroid hits another asteroid, it throws off a bunch of debris. Some of it is due to these asteroids actually having volatiles and ices on their surfaces, just like a comet. So there's a whole bunch of different mechanisms that actually could produce an active asteroid. And of course, this is the first time we've actually been up close to one. I know that the team hasn't agreed on exactly what is going on, but what are some of the ideas about what are causing these particle events? Well, we could probably go on for hours talking about all the different things that might potentially be causing these events. And right now, we're really not sure. Um, it could be as simple as, you know, these venues more like a comet. And there's ices either on the surface and not too far under the surface. And so as it heats up, it's releasing material. We've had spacecraft that have flown by or even orbited other asteroids, but... This hasn't been discovered in any other asteroid. Is that because the other asteroids don't have this going on or people didn't look or didn't have the right instruments? Any ideas on that? It's very possible other asteroids aren't doing this. Maybe there's something special about Bennu. It's also possible that we were the first asteroid that was close enough with the right instrumentation to detect it. And it's kind of funny because we almost didn't have the right instrumentation or the right data to discover these particles. Like I said before, um, we had a dedicated survey for satellites and particles in the beginning when we were far out. 
as we got closer, we were just taking optic, what we call op-nav images, basically it's optical navigation. They're just taking images to see where the asteroid is and where the spacecraft is around the asteroid. And we were never planning on using that data to look for science stuff. And in fact, that was one of the last instruments to be added to the OSIRIS-REx mission. And then we weren't even supposed to be taking these kind of images, um, long exposure images, and by long I mean five seconds, that would allow us to see faint objects like particles at this point in the mission. What's the next stage in studying this effect? What we've decided to do is that every so often we're going to actually have dedicated observations where we just monitor the asteroid for these particle events and satellites. And we're learning, you know, about their orbits, their trajectories, trying to learn about their sizes, learn maybe something about how bright they are, how reflective they are, how their orbits change, stuff like that. And just trying to learn as much as we can. And of course, we'll be publishing all this stuff along the way. Thank you for coming in, Carl. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.